Yes, we're still here. Murphy Houston on Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday morning again. And joining me right now is Duke Rumley, the founder and executive director of Sober AF Entertainment. Hey, Duke, welcome to Mile High Magazine, my friend. Perfect. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk to you about this. You know, I've been doing this show for a long, long time, and every week I talk to somebody that's created a great idea, and I don't know why I've never heard about it before. And this is one of those. It's Sober AF Entertainment. So, Duke, let's just start off by telling people, what is that? Sure. So, five years ago, uh, we started this nonprofit. And when I say we, my daughter and I. So, I am like a lot of other people just I was a concerned parent Um, I had a 20 year old daughter and a 16 year old son in Longmont my daughter was at CSU and her she's out with a bunch of friends at Red Rocks and I'm getting these texts like hey I need to take an Uber home and I was like you know what's going on you you had her right there I thought you'd get her right home and but I was also concerned something bad had happened and it just turned out all of her friends that she went with were on ecstasy, and she didn't oh. feel safe driving home with them. Well, smart girl. You and, raised her well. Well, I'm very, very, yeah, pleased with uh, her reaching out. And we, um, But at the same time, my son, 16, freshman here at Silver Creek in Longmont, um, he's texting me, and it turned out his best friend had gotten a hold of a weed brownie and it had way too much THC in this brownie. It was one of those brownies. It says eat only 10% per day. And uh, uh, my son's best friend ended up in the ambulance when I picked him up at the high school football game and ended up in the hospital. And I just thought, you know, we need to do something for these kids besides this party culture. And we came up with this idea of doing sober tailgates and sober sections at sporting events and at um, music events. And so it's grown from there, I would assume. Correct. So that was April 2018. No, I'm sorry, uh, June 2018. Um, and we did a, uh, a concert at Red Rocks. We did a concert at First Bank Center. We did one up in Fort Collins um, at uh, Taste of Fort Collins. And then at the end of the first month, after we did these three other events, we did a Rockies game, and we sold 150 tickets to a sober section at the Rockies. Wow. And that's when we knew that there was actually a need, and there's a community out there looking for this. So how does that work? Well, let me back up a little bit here, Duke. I, I want to ask you what the AF stands for. Sure. So um, Sober AF Entertainment um, is the name of the nonprofit, and the acronym is SAFE. And AF can stand for a lot of things. It can stand for sober and fun entertainment. It can stand for sober alcohol-free entertainment. Um, so we let people's mind uh, go where they want to go, right? But we believe that if you're going to represent sober and fun, it has to be edgy. And um, that's where we go with with Sober AF Entertainment is a kind of an edgy pun where we're teaching people how to have fun sober. Yeah, but it gets their attention, doesn't it? Yeah, people don't forget our name. That's so, right. That's um, right. You know, and I think it was called Sober Entertainment. It would have a different ring to it. So I agree. I agree. Um, you know, we're definitely, uh, you know, for a 20, 30-year-old something crowd, looking to have fun, um, but also realizing 
um, you know, that one pill can kill them. One wrong line of cocaine with fentanyl and it can kill them. Right. And they're losing kids left and right. So we've gone from losing about 10,000 people a year to accidental drug overdose to 110,000 people a year to accidental drug overdose. So, Man. And there was another 180,000 people revived from drug overdose uh, in 2021. So basically that's 800 people per day overdosing. 300 die and another 500 get revived every single day. So it's just staggering. Um, and we can't, you know, defeat this, uh, um, what's going on with arresting people. Um, the war on drugs hasn't seemed to work for 40 years. So we're trying to, you know, reduce the demand for drugs by really um, showing people how to have fun sober. Right. I, I got to ask you, too, you mentioned your kind of your focus is 20 to 30 year olds. Do you do still like the younger set that you started with? with your kids, and do you go up and do uh, the 50s and 60s? Is there any age limit? So we have no age limit, zero age limit. So um, we do music festivals, we do concerts, we do sporting events. Um, I would say kind of the average age is, you know, 20s and 30s typically. Um, But we uh, obviously, if you kind of look at people who are typically sober, they're typically older. So, we definitely have um, some older folks, but, you know, when you're looking at going to a Nuggets, to an Avalanche, to DU Hockey, to Rockies, to... Um, All uh, sports. Uh, yeah, so that. But then yeah. you, on the flip side is, you know, we do uh, concerts at Red Rocks. Um, we do Country Jam. We do Decadence. We do New West Fest. Um, we do Global Dance. Um, we do imagine and um, we've done uh, polo fest and the grand doozy. So it's a lot of music festivals also. Right. Music festivals have been terrific. They give us a tent. They give us 10 passes for our volunteers. We'll set up a tent inside the festival where people can come and get earplugs and we'll bring Narcan and we'll, um, just have a place that people can come and charge up their recovery battery or their <laughs> substance-free battery. So, you know, just I think people just need to feel like they're not the only ones who are not Absolutely. drugs. Huge good point there, Duke. Huge. So basically what you do, you hook in to existing events, and they just are glad to have you. Right. So we go to where the fun is. And really, the bad guy is stigma. I mean, we have just kind of grown up in a culture where the partiers are the fun crowd. So even the term party, right? Right. Um, does it mean going to a place where people are um, celebrating, or does it mean you go to some place and people are drinking and doing drugs? So, I mean, there's kind of even this culture. And the stigma of sober being lame um, or sober means your life is over. Um, is what we're really battling. So Sure. Good point. We are out there just trying to prove like, hey, if you can get through the first 10 minutes of a you know tailgate with cornhole and a big screen TV and chicken wings and you know other people uh, having a Pepsi, um, you'll realize like, hey, after about 10 minutes, your anxiety level goes down and then um, it's no big deal. It's just like you had a drink. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're trying to walk people through. I mean, there's 
a percentage of people who have an abnormal reaction to alcohol and drugs who probably shouldn't use. And then there is a a generation growing up that's into wellness and they don't want to, um, you know, be hung over the next day or they have some uh, reaction to alcohol that they don't feel good. Right. Or they've had a bad experience in the past and they just choose not to do it. So, um, you know, statistically, all the numbers are on our side. There's uh, 38% of Americans who had, had who abstained from alcohol to start with. So there is a, a group out there. Um, we're just trying to help them meet uh, and be able to have fun at these fun locations. Well, sure. These people, are, like you say, are probably uptight about attending an event like that. But once they get in there and meet other people and make new friends, it, it's a party in itself, isn't it? It is. And, you know, I'm a guy who is in long-term recovery, which means I haven't had a drink or a drug in 33 years. Good for you. So Congratulations. I, uh, I basically got dragged to that conclusion by parents and friends at the age of 21. So I've been sober since 21, was a big deadhead, and um, continued to go see The Grateful Dead after I got sober, about another 25 shows, and learned how to have fun sober. And then fast forward, you know, uh, 28 years later, I now have kids who are having these issues. Uh, That's a fantastic thing. Fantastic. We're talking to Duke Rumley, founder and director of Sober AF Entertainment. Duke, let me ask you in my notes here, there's a bill, SB23-171. What is it and how are you involved with it? Perks, thanks. I appreciate that question because uh, this is a big focus of ours right now. So Senator Kevin Priola um, called me um, a year ago and said, hey, what can we do to help? And kind of off the cuff, I said, you know, it'd be great to have some, you know, mandatory substance-free sections inside venues. And he said, I can write the bill. And I'm like, I don't think we're ready for it. And then he called me again December 15th of uh, this past year and said, are you ready? And we had just had a bust in Longmont of 45 pounds of fentanyl-laced cocaine in Longmont. Wow. And I thought, you know, if not now, then when? Right. So. I said, yes, you know, we're ready to help support this. So uh, he and Senator, I'm sorry, Representative Kennedy wrote a bill, this SB 171, which it will require venues over 7,000 seats to have a 4% substance-free seating. That's fantastic. So that's about 13 venues in Colorado. Wow. Uh, 96% of the venue can still drink and still uh, smoke uh, cannabis and still do whatever they want to do. Um, we are just looking for some support for this community that doesn't want somebody, you know, whiskey drunk around them or doesn't want uh, somebody, you know, smoking uh, weed in their area. Um, so we think that it's a very reasonable request um, as far as number of seats, but to me, this is the least expensive, you know, most impactful way we can support our kids to make some decisions when it comes to drugs and alcohol. Perfect. Right? I don't want my kids to have some type of, um, you know, weird life where they don't do drugs or alcohol. I just want them to have a very healthy relationship with it and wait till they're later so they don't have some type of, um, you know, uh, 
mental issue happen where they may, you know, uh, like it too much and it may be the driver of the rest of their life. So, sure, sure. Um, and it's, you know, always interesting as a parent, how do you have that conversation with your kid when, you know, that they're living in a world where uh, there is so much peer pressure to do drugs and alcohol and you have to respect that, but at the same time you want them to be safe. Absolutely. So what, what, um, you know, uh, it's a very fine line that I feel like I've kind of walked with my kids, and now this nonprofit has taken off. It sure has. Um, 161 events in 22 different states. Um, so uh, there is a great need and a great want. We just have to figure out how to make it cool enough so that people um, start hosting their own uh, sober support events or substance-free events. Great idea. I got to ask you, though, Duke, before we run out of time here, talk about your website. I've been looking at that the last couple of days. It looks great. And you're a nonprofit, so if people don't want to get involved or if they want to get involved or if they want to give money to help you with your cause, how do they do all of that? Awesome, Murph. Great. Thank you. So, yes, go to the website, SoberAFE.com. And then you, we're looking for three things, right? Obviously, we're looking for donors who want to participate and be part of our movement. Um, we're looking for people who want to be like ambassadors and host some type of sober support event at a music or sporting event. And thirdly, we're just looking for people to come to the event. So um, on the 22nd, we'll have a sober section at the um, Colorado Eagles. On the 25th, we have a Nuggets game versus the Bucks. Um, April 13th, we have an avalanche game. And then on April 22nd, we have the CU football game. Wow. Wow. Big stuff. Good stuff happening in the next uh, 30 days. That's fantastic. Again, the website, please. Sure. So the website is SoberAFE.com. And then the bill is SB171. So we will be defending this bill on the 28th at 2 p.m. at the state capitol. So if you want to get involved with that, go to the website, email us. We'll get you um, up to speed on the bill and what you can do to help. Sounds good. Duke Rumley, you have started something here, my friend. Just you and your daughter, and you're just starting. This is going to go national. I can feel it in my bones. And you're the guy. That's a great thing you've done. Thanks, Murph. Appreciate you, bud. Yep. Thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Can't wait. Thank you guys, too, for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. We wrap up our uh, segment for this Sunday. Oh, we got more coming up next week. Murphy Houston here, and thank you guys for listening.